Hi, this is a production of Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, where our mission is to bring Christ's hope, healing, and wholeness to our community and to our world. Our service times are 9 and 11 each Sunday morning. Find out more at www.communitycovenant.net. So the scripture again is from Colossians chapter 3, starting with verse 1 through 14. Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on hearts on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, Anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Blessed is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Bruce. Well, as I uh, shared during our Mystery Box segment, we are starting a brand new sermon series. Uh, It's a Lenten series. It's for Lent. And uh, it's called Spiritual Apparel, Choosing God's Designer Label. I am really I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I hope that uh, you come back uh, the next several weeks as we prepare our hearts uh, for Easter. Uh, Lent is a time in which we we journey with Jesus uh, towards um, Easter Sunday. Uh, And as we journey with Him, as we're intentional about thinking about Him, about contemplating Uh, what it means uh, to bear the name Christian. Uh, What does it mean to be a Christ follower as we follow Him? Uh, My hope uh, is that we will be more like Him. Uh, That as we follow Jesus, we'll begin to look more like Jesus in character and in virtue. Uh, That as people see us, they identify us uh, as belonging to him. And really, that's what this series is designed to do, uh, to help us 
uh, to help us uh, put on Christ, to imitate Him, to resemble Him, uh, to be the men and women uh, that God uh, designed us to be, that we might rightly, correctly represent Him in our world. Does that sound good? Man, I'm telling you, we are going to talk about God's heavenly wardrobe, His design for you, and uh, what that means as we live our faith in the world, as we commit to bringing Christ's hope, healing, and wholeness, as Janelle pointed out in the introduction, to our community and to our world. So I want to begin by stating the obvious, something you all know, and that is um, that designers uh, have long been aware of the importance of establishing an identity or a brand with the things they design. Isn't that true? Okay. Uh, that's true of a lot of things. Um, Tim Porter here is sitting in the second row. Uh, Tim is a contractor. You may know that, but Tim has distinguished himself by the quality of his work. And so when people come into a remodeled kitchen uh, or to a home, and Tim uh, has designed it and remodeled it, people say, oh, Tim Porter did that. Right? (laughs) And that means something, doesn't it, Tim? Okay. Um, monthly commission in the name of Todd McCarroll. I'll just take that. <laughs> All right? But we understand that, don't we? And uh, as designers have a brand, that brand is associated with um, fashion. Or how about uh, quality? Or value? And this morning, as we relate this, Uh, to our scripture in Colossians 1, or 3, 1 through 14. We're going to see in our series that the Bible uses the imagery of clothing, uh, of putting clothing off and putting clothing on, uh, as a means of uh, demonstrating how we are identified with God our Creator, and as Christians, with Christ our Savior. That He is the Master Designer. And in Genesis, uh, in the story of creation, we read that as the Master Designer, that He created us, male and female, in His image. And we bear His image. Uh, The Latin word for that is the imago Dei. That means the image of God. So that as we bear His image, we are identified with Him. That, That people look at us and they see the uniqueness of our design. They see the quality in each of us. Because I have to tell you that God doesn't make junk. 
okay, that every human being has intrinsic value and worth because of who designed them and whose image they bear. Okay? And we're going to see that as we go through this series. And so, designers understand that. They understand that it's important to have a brand and they want their brand to be synonymous with fashion, with quality, and then with value. And the same is true with us as Christians. Okay? Um, We have great value. And that value uh, is very, very, very expensive. It is literally the blood of God's Son, Jesus Christ. Okay? I can think of nothing more expensive Nothing more valuable in terms of a price that God paid for us, right? To wear His label. To be His children. To be identified with Him. So, designers know that, don't they? Now, I didn't know that. I can remember a time when uh, my uh, drawers... And my closet were filled with clothing that um, weren't very fashionable. Certainly didn't have much quality associated with them. And um, yeah, they were a good value, but they were like so inexpensive that someone might even call them cheap. And uh, they didn't last very long. They weren't very durable. The quality was questionable. Um... They had holes in them. The fiber was wearing out. And as I shopped for clothing, literally, I would look for the most inexpensive thing I could find, as a lot of bachelors do, okay? Then a woman came into my life. Her name is Lori, okay? And uh, when we got married, you know the story. I've shared it with you before. Uh, Lori went into my drawers and into my closet. She got rid of the underwear that was by then uh, dingy. (laughs) Six years old, okay? Holes, elastic wearing out. She went into my closet, and yes, she did the unspeakable. She got rid of the polyester. Okay? Yes, the polyester from the 1970s on display at the Smithsonian. No longer in my closet, okay? But she got rid of those things and she took me shopping. And uh, as we went shopping, um, I reached for the least expensive thing on the shelf or on the hanger. And Lori said, no, Todd. You don't want this. You want this. I said, but look at the price. And she goes, Todd, don't you understand? It's a matter of quality. You can pay less for this, right? And in the time you have it, you have to replace it several times. And it ends up costing you more than if you just buy this, and it'll far outlast this over here. I didn't get that. 
So Lori was willing to pay more for something because she knew its quality, its value, and in, in the, my case, uh, it was more fashionable. All right? and, and she knew it was going to last longer. And so she'd get more for her money. She taught me that lesson. Uh, I have things in my closet today that are well over 20 years old. In fact, this shirt I'm wearing is over 20 years old. You say, yeah, it looks like it. Um, it's out of date. The fashion isn't, you know, up to date. But the, the, what's that, honey? You look great. Thank you, honey. But the point is, okay, the point is to look at this garment. It's over 20 years old. Okay, yeah. Um, and that's the point I'm trying to make, that, that Lori understood uh, the value of this and that she would have me put this on uh, rather than something that was much less expensive of not a good quality. And really, although it appears to be, it's really not a good value. That's why manufacturers and designers want to protect their brand, don't they? Uh, when we were in Europe, in Venice, there were these men uh, by, this, by the uh, canal, the seashore there, and they had these designer purses. And they were selling them in bulk at a very inexpensive price. And they, and they had, you know, like the designer, leather designer, European fashion labels on them. But guess what? They were junk. Okay? And there are laws against that. In fact, the police came down, the crowd split, and these guys ran for their lives, and they left their, quote, designer product behind. Okay? And so designers want to protect their label. Uh, they don't want something that bears their label to in reality be a counterfeit or junk. Okay? And it's the same thing in the spiritual life. Right? God wants those who bear the name of Christ, who are Christians, to be authentic. And as He has recreated them and has given them a new identity, that's you and, you and me, He wants us to live into that. To be that which we are. And to daily make a choice to live in to the new creation that we are. Okay? He doesn't want us to misrepresent Him by making poor choices and putting junk over the heavenly garments that He has clothed us in. Does that make sense? Uh, it's a really, really important thing to realize. That every single day of our lives, we have the opportunity um, to put on spiritual apparel. And God wants you and me to choose His design. His design for us. Over the next several weeks, we're going to see that. And, and we're going to talk about what does it mean to be in union with Christ, uh, to be identified with Him, uh, and to, to literally, in the spiritual sense, to put Him on daily. What does that mean? What does it mean to put off the old self, the former way of life, and fully engage 
in the new self, in the, the new way of life. That's what our passage talks about. And, and we're going to go through that in more detail. This morning's an introduction, okay? But I want to show you something. These are designer labels. You see them? Are you familiar with some of them? In fact, I bet you some of them are represented by the clothing uh, or articles of apparel or accessories that you have with you today. Okay? Look at them all. Now, I want you to look at them again. Ah, look what I snuck in there. All right? I snuck in a new design. Do you see that JC? Heavenly Threads? Okay. Well, well what does that represent? Uh, what is that really uh, uh, imagery of or a metaphor for? It's that in the world around us, there are a lot of labels. Okay? People identify with a lot of things. And, and to be honest, there's so many labels. There's so many things that people identify with that, that they all blend in together and, and they become indistinguishable one from the other, don't they? But there is one label. There was one brand. There was one thing that you and I, as followers of Jesus Christ, are to identify with. And that is that we are new creations. That we have been united with Him. And our identity is solely and totally in Him. Okay? We are His brand. We are His label. In the grand biblical story, the narrative that starts with the, with the creation, we were created in the image of God. But then part two comes the fall. And that creation was distorted. It was tarnished by sin. Then we have part three, redemption. God incarnate, Jesus Christ, enters the world to die for our sin that we might have forgiveness of sin, eternal life, new life, transformed life, if any man or woman is in Christ Jesus, there are new creation. Behold, old things pass away. All things become new. God just doesn't repair what was broken by sin. He literally recreates and restores us to our pre-fall right, design. And He does that through the work of the cross. And, and that work is consummated or, 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 or fully completed in part four of the biblical narrative, which is restoration. Right? In which God restores totally and completely all things that were tarnished by sin. Isn't that good news? Alright? But you and I are to stand out. The label that we wear, our identification with Jesus Christ, is to be distinct and different from all other labels or brands or things that people identify with. Okay? And we are to stand out from all those things. 
We are called to be different, not just like everyone else. Now, this theme, all right, of, of wearing a new garment or being clothed in Christ or in His righteousness, this is all through Scripture. Let's look at a few. Can we do that? All right. Romans 13, 14. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Alright? So there are fleshly garments associated with the old self, our, our, our broken humanity, and then there are heavenly garments associated with our new self. Right? Our union with Christ. And Paul writes to the Romans, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. Alright? Let's go to Galatians. Galatians 3, 26, 27. So, in Jesus Christ, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who are baptized into Christ, placed into Him, in union with Him, unified with Him, that's what that means here, to be baptized into Christ, to be unified with Him. Right? In His life, His death, and His resurrection. Have clothed yourselves with what? With what? Christ. Christ. Okay? Let's continue on. Next slide. Ephesians 4, 22-24. You were taught with regard to your former way of life. Right? The former way of life. To put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on what? The new self. Created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Uh, now, we see this theme in Paul's writing, but in Isaiah 61, uh, the prophet Isaiah uh, writes these words in verse 10. I greatly delight in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for He has what? clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in his robe or in his robe of his righteousness. Now, check this out. Isaiah 61:10. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. Look at this. God made him, right? That's Jesus Christ, who knew no sin to be sin for us. Right? When he died on the cross, he took on our sin. He who knew no sin, right, became sin for us, or, or his sin was placed on him for us, so that in him we might become what? 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 Of God. That's who you are. That is who you are positionally. The moment that you came to faith in Christ, right? the work of salvation, God sees you not as tarnished, not as corrupted by sin. He sees you through the blood of His Son, pure, clean, spotless, and you literally, He sees you as His righteousness. Do you see that? That's positional. 
But the living that out, that's the practical aspect of this. And that's sanctification. That is the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, conforming us more and more and more so that in reality we resemble what positionally we are. Does this make sense? Okay, let's look at the next verse. 2 Peter 1, 3-4. I love this verse. Check this out. His divine power has given us everything we need for godly life through our knowledge of Him who has called us by His own glory and goodness. Whose power? God's power. Our own power? Our own strength? Our own work? Our own initiative? No. Whose power? God's divine power. Now check this out. Through these, He has given us very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature. And that's what we're going to read about in Colossians chapter 3. What that is. The divine nature. The, the, the image of Christ. Christ's likeness. His character. His virtue. Right? That you may participate in the divine nature having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Okay? The work of God in our life through the Holy Spirit being conformed daily. We wake up. We go to our spiritual closet. Right? We've put off the old way. we put off the old garment. And we put on the new. And we live into that which He created us to be. The work of salvation. Right? followed by the work of sanctification. In Colossians 3, which we'll get into in the weeks that follow, here is the big idea. Here's the big theme. If you want to say, okay, Todd, really, what is this all about? What is Paul trying to say? And what will we be reading about in the next several weeks? Okay? It's this. Are you ready? Here's the theme. You are Now be. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. You are a new creation. You are clothed with Christ. Okay? You are. When God sees you, He sees you that way. Now be. Live into that reality. Okay? Be who you are. That's what we're going to look at in the next several weeks. And that is such an important thing for us to grasp and to understand. And I'm convinced that as we do, as we do this, as we contemplate this, as we think about this and look at Scripture together, that, that when it comes time to look into our closet and our spiritual apparel that we are going to want to choose and put on those things that label us, that identify us with who we really are. i close with a story of how important this is. Years ago, 
we were spending Christmas holiday at Lori's house. And it was early, early in the morning when we both were awakened to a crash. And we didn't know it at the time, but my father-in-law had fallen through the shower door. He had taken a, a mixture of medications and got dizzy and bam, he went through. And it wasn't tempered glass, okay? It was old. And we heard Lori's mom scream. I jumped out of bed. And I went to the foot of the bed. And there were a pair of jeans. Okay? I grabbed them and I put them on and I ran into the bedroom to give aid to my father-in-law. Now, little did I know that they came up to right about here and went right around there uh, and um, wasn't quite a full moon, but... And Lori called my attention to it. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what do I do now, all right? And there it was. Those jeans didn't fit. They just didn't fit. I knew it, and everybody else looked at it, and they knew it, okay? But in the heat of the moment, I just grabbed and put on the first thing I could. If the truth be told, some of us do that spiritually. We're in such a hurry. We get up every day and we just grab the first thing we put on. But as Christians, often it doesn't fit. It's not what we're supposed to wear. It represents the old self, the old garment. God has called us to put on the garment that is the perfect fit for us. That truly represents and identifies us with who we are in Christ Jesus. Are you ready? Are you excited? This is where we're headed in our new series. Let's pray. Father, as the worship team comes forward, I thank you so much for the work of your Son on the cross. Lord, that His shed blood cleanses us from sin. That through Him we have forgiveness of sin and we have eternal life, but Lord, we have new life. That we are recreated. That we are clothed in Your righteousness. That we are in union with Christ and that we put Him on daily. That we bear the label of your design. Father, that label says Christian. Lord, in the next several weeks, as we look at what does it mean to take off the old self and to put on the new self, would you help us to be more deliberate and more thoughtful about what we choose to wear? what that means in the world in which we live. And Father, help us to remember 
the big idea of this chapter we're going to be looking into. You are. You are. Now be. Lord, that's our desire. And will you help us to do that through the power of your Holy Spirit. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.